I think like the lines are becoming more and more blurred. And that's one of the things that I'm passionate about at Canva with us establishing kind of pulling procurement into more of the IT org and establishing a business systems team is to really figure out how we have a seamless kind of continuum of how we handle each SaaS vendor, how we evaluate the right tools so that we end up with the best tech stack. What's worse than a crappy SaaS negotiation for new software? A crappy SaaS renewal. In our third conversation with Michael Denari, procurement leader at Canva, the leading graphic design software company, we talk about the biggest issues with SaaS renewals today and how to avoid them, along with Denari's top three SaaS negotiation tips. Hint, some of them have to do with studying up on the salesperson. Finally, we cover where procurement and SaaS are headed in the next five years. Let's get started. What are the biggest issues with SaaS renewals right now in terms of if you didn't have a handle on the initial contract, but then the renewals pass to you? Yeah. So there's a lot of problems with the, in that scenario. And, and I think we're living it, um, which is like at a high level, once you've come in and you've aligned these processes for new software about privacy, legal security, hopefully you've done a good job with that over six months to kind of wrangle things in and bring consistency. Usually those teams didn't do their this great process on the last review. And if they did, it was kind of a shittier version of the process than you're able to kind of articulate. And so when a renewal comes, uh, we've had to treat every SaaS deal like a new software, every renewal, because legal probably wasn't across it. Uh, security kind of got their process in place a little over a year ago. That's kind of at the consistency level that they want. So anything before that just doesn't count. You can go on and on. Um, but these processes have evolved. Uh, and so it's, it's, it's really painful and manual uh, to kind of go through those. And then you may find something uh, that like, well, we maybe wouldn't have bought this <laughs> had we reviewed it initially. Um, and those types of discoveries and those are, you know, those are, necessary but not fun conversations that you've got to go drive with the business to kind of figure out how to get to a yes or to get the business to understand and the departments to understand why it is that we're going to have to look at something else. I think there's naturally just like, yeah, the sheer volume. Uh, so you take that process that I just had and multiply it by 150. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of, of SaaS kind of contracts to work through, highly manual. And then last would just be like the pricing perspective, which is when deals are negotiated a certain way, there's a precedent set. And so somebody like me who has a long memory of the types of discounts that I have with very specific vendors that I like to pull out of my hat, um, you know, that only works so much when you already have an established relationship. It works a lot better on a new software deal when you go back to that vendor you've worked with before because you can demand it and they want your business and they're hungry. But at Renewal, they don't care that this new guy's here that they gave a discount at the other company. They've got a precedent that the value is there and you guys were willing to pay at this price. So why would we dramatically lower things? And so you obviously have to work around kind of those constraints to figure out how to get to creative deals that move closer towards maybe what you got at another company. Yeah, that kind of leads me to one of the other questions that um, from the originalist. What are your top three SaaS negotiation tips? What are your, do you have any go-to or if you're onboarding someone new on your team and they're negotiating their first deal with you, like what is your go-to? I'm very partial to just being very direct with the sales folks on how they're comped. Mm -hmm. I've had some visibility into the back end of this of like how comp plans work and, and finance uh, from the more of a finance angle. 
um, just because I'm naturally curious and get thrown in on a lot of projects. And, you know, like comp structures in a sales organization are typically pretty consistent in terms of how they're structured, like what metrics they're based off of. Is it ACV? Is it ending ARR? And so even if, you know, the AE that you're talking to may not be the ultimate approver, if you know how his comp works and you align the structure of a deal to maximize for that, um, you're probably also maximizing for the people above him who ultimately needs to approve. So I think that's that's number one. That comes with knowing that you have flexibility to structure a deal in different ways, which like for Canva, we can leverage our growth in different ways. And you know that can show up with a tranche where we buy a hundred licenses every quarter, or I buy a ton of licenses up front because I'm trying to maximize ACV, but drive down unitary pricing, even if I'm not going to use them all, because I know eventually it'll pay back. So that's how I think about the flexibility, I guess, the structures tied to that. And Probably the other one is is just, yeah, I think I, I enter every conversation where I'm negotiating a SaaS deal, like knowing who I'm talking to and then kind of spatially mapping in my head their sales org in a way. Like you're a 2,000 person sales org and you're talking to an AE or sorry, 2,000 person company, you're talking to an AE and you're trying to get to the discount levels that a me or a vendor supporting you're going to get to, you know, that person's several runs below who's going to ultimately approve the deal. And that's a pretty important thing to know in your mind because like, you're not going to go heavy on the negotiation and, and lay out all your cards on the table with that guy and, and then, you know, get passed to the next. And, okay, we've understood your concerns and they come back with the perfect answers to everything. You've got to keep some cards in the pocket as you kind of climb the ladder to be able to create some diversion by the end of the deal. And then, yeah, yeah like tied to the first thing I said, I think it's just like structuring things, like understanding the full picture. If you've got other variables, uh, structure your deals in different ways, basically. And I think like the biggest example for me is like, I'm willing to buy more ACV up front, knowing I'm going to add licenses later to get unitary pricing down, especially if I know the sales rep is comped on ACV because they don't want me to add a bunch of licenses mid-contract. Uh, maybe they're comped on that. Maybe they're not, usually not as good. Um, so I'll, I'll get them their paycheck and buy more up front because I know that at seven months with my growth, that's where I break even and I start making money forever after that since SaaS is recurring and we tend to get pretty good price locks on our agreements. Generally speaking, where do you think the procurement industry is going to shift or where is it headed within the next five years? And then the SaaS industry also, where is it headed in the, in the next five years? And how does that relate to your day-to-day job? Where SaaS and, and procurement are heading, like, I have this view that there's going to become tighter and tighter integration between the procurement of SaaS, the implementation of SaaS, the ongoing management of SaaS, the evaluation. Like it's really one continuum. It's kind of how I view SaaS providers that starts with the business process needs, something that you're looking to automate. You go and evaluate some of the vendors that are out in the market. You, you, you get procurement involved at some point to, to figure out the right ones, you implement it, and then you've got to have the right structure in place to maintain it with really great, whether it's a business systems team, IT, et cetera. And you got to ongoingly manage that vendor from a vendor management perspective to maximize the value you get. I think like the lines are becoming more and more blurred. And that's one of the things that I'm passionate about at Canva with us establishing kind of pulling procurement into more of the IT org and establishing a business systems team is to really figure out how we have a seamless kind of continuum of how we handle each SaaS vendor, how we evaluate the right tools so that we end up with the best tech stack. Um, I think it's one of the most undervalued probably skills is to manage your vendor base and particularly in technology to choose the right vendors to manage them really effectively. Like you're relying on such different personas within your org and hoping 
that they're all connected in a way. And the reality is, is when those are on different teams and there's too much trust left up front for the guy who used this tool at his last software and doesn't come with great requirements um, to, to the problems that you're solving, you end up with a hodgepodge set of SaaS tools that aren't talking to each other, that don't scale and that aren't achieving your business objectives. Um, and so, yeah, I think the industry is gonna keep growing. Uh, there's going to be more and more differentiation between SaaS tools in terms of like the specific use cases that they solve um, and probably a lot of aggregation as well, because the big guys will pick up those tools and acquire them um, that are solving really niche use cases that they think can drive value at the top end for them. Um, and yeah, I think procurement is going to become more and more uh, hopefully integrated into that vendor continuum from I have a business need all the way through to I'm renewing with the vendor um, and, and, and hopefully renewing ongoingly if you've chosen the right one. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Buy Side, hosted by Vendor, a SaaS buying platform for ever-changing B2B SaaS sales. Curious how we can help your company save on SaaS? Get a free savings analysis today by visiting us at vendr.com slash save. See you next time.